When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at 1 in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Coast of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I'm Phil Sanders. Thank you so much for checking this podcast out and taking time out of your busy schedule to give it a listen. Um, we've been covering demonology here the past few episodes, and this is not the final one. I'm sure I'll cover it more in the future, but I just kind of wanted to kind of give a review and get down to the basics because we've covered a lot of information over the past couple episodes. So this what this episode is going to be about, just a general review of what to do, what to expect, and how to hopefully solve the problem that you may be having if you have some sort of demonic activity going on in your home or in a location where you happen to be. So let's go ahead and get the podcast started. Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. Before we get started, let's go ahead and cover some business real quick. You've heard me talk about PodCoin if you've listened to the show in the past. Now, what PodCoin is? PodCoin is a podcast player that actually pays you to listen to podcasts. So you heard me right. If you listen to podcasts, you might as well get something out of it other than hearing my great voice. So how it works is you will earn points that you can redeem for gift cards or donate to charities, which is a great concept. Some of the gift cards I have is Amazon, Starbucks, Target, things such as that. So you can get PodCoin wherever you get your app. So go check them out. And when you set up your account and you use the code GHOST, they will give you 300 PodCoins to start out with. Go check them out. That's the only podcast player I listen to right now. And also, Paranormal Gift Shop has joined the Ghost in the Night team. You can find them at ParanormalGiftShop.com. Now, what they do is they sell paranormal merchandise such as t-shirts, hats, and things such as that. If you're interested in the paranormal or Sasquatch or UFOs or anything like that, they have some great merchandise for you. And as a special gift for my listeners, if you use the code GNP10, you will get 10% off your purchase. So go check out paranormalgiftshop.com. And also don't forget Ghost in the Night is also an affiliate of the Ghost Stop. And if you need some new paranormal equipment, Ghost Stop has you covered. And you can pick up anything you want, ranging from IR lights, IR cameras, full-spectrum cameras, digital recorders. If you can think of it when it comes to paranormal equipment, they got it. So use our affiliate link at our website at ghostofthenightpodcast.com. 
and every purchase you make will help offset the production of this podcast. So thank you so much for checking out that. So let's get started. All right, let's go ahead and start rolling into my demonology review episode here. Um, Now, I tried to come at demonology and demonic activity in a non-religious type manner, but I found out that was extremely hard to do because religion is so entrenched in demonology. It basically comes from religion, and it's hard to take that out of the discussion of demonology. But that doesn't mean if you are an atheist or have a lower faith or don't really have a lot of faith in God or whatever you whatever you want to call it, it doesn't mean you're safe or you will never have a demonic problem. Now, there are some people that believe they, that the only people that really should worry are the true believers because that is the purpose of a demon to bring us closer to sin and drag us to hell. But that's not the case. If you have no religion ties whatsoever, you can still have a demonic problem. So it doesn't matter what you believe. You have to be truly aware of your surroundings and understand what you're dealing with. Now, the most important thing you need to understand or realize in any paranormal situation what you're dealing with and you have to know what a demon is and if you're interacting or having a demonic problem and that can be extremely difficult and that is because demons lie they pretend to be something they're not whenever you're dealing with any kind of activity or any kind of spirit and say you're dealing with a child there's a good chance it's very possible that child spirit could really be a demon trying to trick us or lure us in and bring down our guard. That is one tool that they use in, they use it very effectively. So how do you know? It's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's very difficult to understand and know what you're dealing with. But the main thing you need to understand when thinking about demons is there is a difference between a demon and an evil spirit. A demon has never walked the earth as a human. It did not have a human life at all. And this is where religion falls into it. Demons tend, demons are basically the fallen angels that fell with Satan. If you take that course and you believe in the more religious side of demons, that is what they are. They never took human form. They never had a life. They never were born. They never died. They are supernatural beings that were created by the great creator and they look down upon us. That is what a demon is. Now, you can have an evil spirit that has just not crossed over. And I've joked about this in the past, you know, everybody has a bad day and some people are just assholes. So you have to know whether you're dealing with an evil spirit who, or somebody or a spirit that is just pretty much, for lack of a better word, a dick, or you're dealing with a demon. Because they are two entirely different things. That is job one, whether you're a paranormal investigator or having activity in your home, you have to know what you're dealing with. Now, if I'm being honest, you'll never truly know. There's no 100% way to tell. I'm sorry, there just isn't. You have to be conscious of what you're dealing with, and it is a constant struggle. And you always have to keep your guard up, no matter in any paranormal or poltergeist activity, you have to keep your guard up. Now, there are some investigators and 
most, not most, but a lot of religions believe that everything in the spirit world that we deal with in the paranormal field is a demon. There's no such thing as an evil spirit because our souls go one or two places and that's it. I don't personally believe that. I think that's a load of shit, but more power to them for believing it. I think there is the spirit world that when we pass away, we go into that field or that realm or whatever you want to call it. So, but my point is you have to know what you're dealing with. Now, when you think you're having some sort of demonic or just any kind of haunting, like I said, you have to know what you're dealing with. But I come I come from the stance of, you know, prepare for the worst, plan for the best, prepare for the worst. So you have to kind of keep keep your mind open and know that there's a chance that this shit could go wrong and things could, you could be actually dealing with, with a demon or whatever. And you have to protect yourself in that manner. So you need to stay vigilant and really focus in when you're having some sort of activity and be observant and write things down. Take notes. Get a digital recorder. Document as much as you can. and try. It's basically putting a puzzle together. You the only way to do it is to document as much as you can and review that evidence and analyze every situation to know exactly what you're dealing with when it comes to any kind of paranormal activity, any kind of haunting that you're having. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is basically the signs of a demonic entity in your home or in a location. And this will really explain what I'm talking about here because a lot of these signs that that I'm going to talk about here are going to sound really familiar. And this is part of the reason why people, some people believe that there is no difference between a demon or a ghost. Everything's a demon. And okay, so let's get to the signs. A sign could be something like knocks, bangs, electrical problems, lights turning on and off, TVs turning on and off, disembodied voices, smells, mainly when it comes to demonic foul smells, smell of feces and or urine or actual puddles of some kind of substance, whether it be oil or water or something coming from places where it shouldn't be, from walls, from blinds, from or just even puddles of water on the floor. All those are signs of a demonic activity. Now if you've watched any kind of paranormal show or any kind of ghost entertainment show or whatever those are pretty much common in every hauntings, and I can understand why some people or some religions believe that every haunting is a demon trying to possess or oppress us. But you need, like I said earlier, my personal belief is that's not the case. Not every little thing. There is two different worlds. There are different spirits, and you you have go a little bit deeper and understand a little bit more when you're talking or thinking about this. I mean, odds are you might be dealing with a demon, but you might not. When I'm thinking of it, there are some definite clues to know when you're dealing with a demon. Now, the typical knocks and bangs and all that, you're going to get that. You can get that in any home, not even a home that has activity. Houses creak, but things like the smells, 
you know, if you're dealing with having activity and you're getting really foul smells and you can't find the origin of that smell, that is a, a strong indication. Listen to, and this goes back to, you know, get a recorder and listen to it. Listen to what the disembodied voice or the EVP is saying, the context of it. It could be really sinister, or it, it, they could actually come right out and tell you what their purpose is or what they want or what you're dealing with. Now, this is really where I feel you can make some strides in finding out or understanding what you're dealing with, and this is what I use personally. We are our own best paranormal equipment. Trust your gut. If you feel that you are dealing with something non-human or something that is demonic, odds are you probably are. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. If every location, every room has a certain kind of energy, and if you feel that you are dealing with it, then you are dealing with it. It's that simple. Prepare like you are. Then Maybe you could be wrong. It's very possible, but prepare like you are dealing with a uh, demonic entity. There's one more thing that I want to kind of talk about when it comes to knowing that you're possibly dealing with a uh, demonic type situation. And that's, it kind of goes along with trusting your own gut, but pay attention to your dreams. If you're starting to have darker dreams or even nightmares, that is good indication that you are or something is trying to communicate with you, or something in your, in your surroundings is more darker. Listen to your dreams. Now, take all this evidence and form your own opinion. And if you feel you're dealing with something dark, then go seek help. Or if you're a paranormal investigator and you've, you know, you're not going to have the dream because you're not going to do much sleep at a location, you need to trust your gut. If you're feeling like you're dealing with something that is a little darker or a little, or even demonic, don't be the hero. Reach out and find somebody that might have a little bit more experience than you. Get help in any aspect, whether you're the investigator or the person living at the location. The more help you have, the better chances you are coming through this in a positive way. Now, when it comes to actually protecting yourself against oppression or possession, and well, you know what, let's talk about possession a little bit here real quick. The tr if you listen to religion and the church, and Reverend Connell, we discussed this a little bit in our interview, we have, in today's society, we, we are more educated when it comes to mental health. And a lot of the same signs and symptoms of possession can be related to mental health issues. Not saying that, and even Reverend Connell talked about this, that even the Catholic Church, who is, you know, kind of the go-to standard of exorcisms, they don't have a monopoly on the situation, but they are the go-to standard, and they probably know more about it than anybody else, because they've done a lot more work in it. I, you know, that's my personal opinion, but whatever. Not ever, even they feel that, and I should have wrote this down, but I didn't, a small percentage of what they look at is actually possession. They have accepted the mental health issue and because a lot of the signs like I said are similar. So if you are having a demonic or you feel you're having a negative entity in your home or in location or you feel you're being oppressed or whatever it could just be something in your head. It could be a mental issue or the person you're helping could have a mental issue. And Reverend Connell talked about this. You need to have a team. And in today's world you need to have an expert 
in demonology, expert in the paranormal, and you know, and it doesn't hurt to have somebody with a medical background on your team. You need a team. You don't want to go at this alone, per se, when you're, especially if you're dealing with something that might be a little darker or even demonic. But you have to educate yourself on the mental issues of it because those lines are so close and so paralleled. You, you know, and there's no shame in it whatsoever. If we all have some issues or some things that we don't deal with particularly well, I do, everybody does. And those signs can also manifest as something that could be represent or could represent some kind of demonic activity. So just keep that in mind when you're dealing with, when you think you might be dealing with, you know, a demon. Now, like I said, let's talk about the protection. I'm a firm believer in strength. Um, strength is really the most important part of the whole thing. Um, you have to be strong. And I'm not talking about being able to bench press 500 pounds. No. I'm talking about mental and emotional strength. You have to be up for the challenge. You know, I come from the sports background, you know, from my much younger days. Athletes before a game or whatever they get up for, they get jacked up, whatever you want to call it. You almost need to, you need to do the same thing. You need to be mentally strong. You need to be prepared. When I go out on investigations, I don't just, eh, let's go today. No, I, you know, try to mentally prepare myself for the... I know there could be a chance there's always that opportunity that I could run into something that I'm not really sure what it is or could be a little darker or could be even the money there's always the opportunity there's always that chance so be prepared for what is the best have mental it's the best way to approach it have mental strength know that you are strong and you can overcome or pass you can handle anything that is really what you need to focus on and do, essentially. Now, a lot of religions believe in using holy water, crucifixes, or rosaries, or some kind of religious artifact or something like that to really help with pushing or controlling the de- demonic spirit. Now, I'm not going to say that's wrong, but what, what I will say is it's their faith that is helping them or what's making them strong. That strength might not necessarily be in that object or item. That strength is in their faith, and that faith is what gives them the strength. So it's all about strength. And I, I talked about this with Reverend Connell. You really need to think of a demonic spirit as, you know, an evil entity, or I use the word bully. You know, you need to stand up for yourself. You need to be prepared to fight. They will come after the weak, and they feed on fear. They feed on weakness. They feed on that. That'll make them stronger. Any demonologist will tell you a person's fear will only make them or the demon stronger. You need to be strong. You need to have conviction. You need to have faith, and you need to project that strength. So whatever it is, if you're not a religious person, you could be thinking, oh shit, I'm screwed. No. Whatever brings you strength or whatever brings you peace of mind, whatever brings you comfort, that is what you draw on, draw your strength or draw your positivity from. It's pretty much that simple. You know, is that an end cure? No. But that will put you in the best 
possible chance of having some sort of peace of mind, some sort of victory, some sort of strength over this particular situation that you might find yourself in. But, you know, just the best advice I can give is to really just stay mentally alert. If you think you're dealing with something you can't handle, go get help. You know, draw on that strength. And if you still are feeling like, oh shit, I'm in way over my head, then you need to find somebody to help. Reach out to the church. There are a ton of paranormal investigating groups out there. Now, if I'm being honest, there are some just weekend warriors that watch the shows that think it's cool and that's what they're doing. Now, that, and it's almost impossible to know the difference, but you need to be alert and talk to these people. I'm not saying all of them are like that. There are, prob- there are some out there that are really experienced and really know what they're doing. Try to find somebody or group in your area that can really help. You know, there's all kinds of people like Reverend Connell that can actually help you with that situation and uh, put you down a, the right path or give you some peace of mind. Because not every bang or flicker of the lights means you're dealing with a demon. It doesn't even mean you're dealing with the spirit sometimes. But if you feel you're over your head, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Get the help, reach out to people and get somebody that has more experience in this field than you do. I'm not an expert, and if I get in over my head, I know I would reach out and find somebody who who can help and give me advice. You you should do the same thing. If you have an experience and you think you can deal with it, you can try to deal with it. Or as soon as that point comes to where you think things are getting worse or escalating, go get help and go try to find somebody that can help. There's no shame in that. You know, just be aware. If, just be aware of what you're dealing with, and keep an open mind. And hopefully, things will come through, and you can get the help you need, or get the reassurance that you're not dealing with something that is overwhelming or negative or evil. That is going to wrap up this episode. Now, I'm. This is pretty much. I know I've done a lot of demonic stuff the past four weeks. This is the fourth episode on it. Um, I'm not abandoning it by any stretch, but I'm going to move on to some different topics, other paranormal topics here in future weeks, but I will come back to this. There are some other things I want to kind of talk about when it comes to demons, but I do want to kind of get back into uh, some other paranormal stuff coming down the road. I've, you know, I've gotten a few interesting emails here lately of people with problems that I want to kind of they have inspired some topics that I want to talk about and I'm thinking next week is going to be one of those topics and that is what role does the mind play when it comes to paranormal activity um it's going to be I got to do a lot of research on it and hopefully it'll be next week I'm like I said there's a ton of research that I want to do and I don't want to come in half-assed with it but I'm going to that is definitely going to come in the next couple weeks hopefully next week um, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Um, we love, would love to hear from you. Um, if you have a problem or have an issue or have some kind of activity, you can reach out there. You could also send us an email at gitnpodcast at gmail.com. That is a great way to get a hold, hold of me. If you have a question or if you have a story you want to share, reach out at either one of those places. We do have an Instagram at night underscore ghost underscore podcast we have a facebook at ghost in the night 
know, we post some stuff there. That is another way to great, another great way to get in touch and reach out. Don't forget, you can head on over to ghostinthenightpodcast.com. That is where you can get all the show notes for this particular episode or past episodes. All of the other episodes are there. And also, we have a Spreadshirt shop that you can get a link to there. We can pick up a paranormal podcast T-shirt. We have several different designs. That would I would greatly appreciate that if you would head over there check it out. And if you see something like, go ahead and pick one up. That'll help with the production cost of this podcast because it ain't free by any stretch of the imagination. It does cost to produce this podcast. And if you want to help out, that's a great way to do it. We also firstly do have. A Patreon account. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, we have two tiers right now. And just, you know, I haven't, this is the first time I've even mentioned it. I've been working on it. Um, basically, that way that's going to work. If you, the first tier, you know, two bucks, whatever, gets you completely ad free. If you've listened to this podcast like you, you are now, you understand and know that there are, you know, some ads in it, pre and post. And I do do some host reads type stuff in the beginning of the podcast that uh, every patron will get a completely ad-free video version of it. Um, I'm putting pretty much all the video of the podcast up on Patreon, but it's ad-free. You don't have to listen to any of the pre-rolls or the host reads. It's just pretty much all content. Now, there's some other, there's another tier I've put on there that you can, you know, we're going to do some other stuff like maybe some live stuff, recordings, just head on over to Patreon. It explains it a little bit better. If so, that is another way if you want to help with the podcast and show your support, go ahead and become a patron of the podcast. Head on over to ghostinthenightpodcast.com, the website for the show, and I'll have more information there. Like I said, it actually is up and running, but I'm still working on it, so I wasn't even going to mention it today, but I did because, you know, I got excited. That's going to wrap up this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you have a question about demons or you have a suggestion for a place you want me to talk about or a topic you want to talk about, reach out at any of the social media sites, at the website, whatever. We'll see you next week and take care, everybody. Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents.